Hey there, educational rock stars. Are you feeling overwhelmed with lesson planning for your English language learners? Well, I've got some exciting news for you. Introducing our upcoming free webinar, Simplify Your Approach, Three Time-Saving Routines for ELL Success. Join me for a power-packed 45 minutes that's set to revolutionize your teaching strategy. In this webinar, we'll dive into three practical, easy-to-implement routines that will not only enhance your ELL teaching methods, but also save you hours of planning time. Yes, hours. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, these insights are tailored to help everyone make the most of their teaching time. Plus, you'll leave this webinar ready to implement these routines the next day. So mark your calendars for our two upcoming dates. I don't want you to miss this opportunity to transform your ELL lesson planning. To reserve your spot, simply sign up at www.equippingells.com slash routines. Trust me, your future self will thank you for it. I'll see you at the webinar. You are listening to episode one of the Equipping ELLs podcast. Hey there, I'm so excited you're joining me today. Today's episode is all about the one common factor that I have found to be the most important part to successfully teaching ELLs. Can you guess what it is? Do you think it's smaller class sizes, maybe more support or more training? Although all of those things would be great and extremely helpful, they are not it. Check out today's episode and find out what the biggest factor is that is preventing you from helping your ELLs have greater success. All right. Now let's get to the show. Teaching ELL students is a privilege and a joy. Is it easy? No way. But with the right support, you can feel empowered to tackle each day with ease and confidence. I'm your host, Beth Fauché, founder of Inspiring Young Learners. With over 10 years of teaching both nationally and internationally, I know what it takes to ensure that your ELL students have what they need to thrive today, tomorrow, and for life. I'm on a mission to empower you to equip your English language learners. Welcome to Equipping ELLs. Let's get to today's episode. I've been working with hundreds of ELL teachers inside my membership and more throughout my last six years and have seen that it doesn't matter if you are a brand new teacher teaching ELLs or you've been teaching ELLs for 20 years. The same common thread is across the board and that is doubt. We all are experiencing it year after year, this feeling that we don't know what we're doing to support our ELLs. So if you are a brand new teacher to working with ELLs, do not feel bad. You are not alone in this journey. Now, doubt is really just a reflection of our mindset. And that is what we are talking about today. Mindset is the one factor that is going to make it or break it when you are working with your ELLs. Now, I know that that might sound super simple, right? Can mindset really be that important? Well, today I'm going to share with you why mindset is crucial when it comes to teaching ELLs and three mindset shifts that you need to have in order to have more success with your ELL students. 
So when we think about our ELLs and what we think about our ELLs directly impacts how we teach them. If we have biases or prejudices, that will obviously impact our relationship with them and how we show up for them. And in turn, it's going to prevent our ELLs from connecting with us and feeling comfortable to learn. This is why mindset is vital to address before we get into any strategies and tips. Because even if you're using all the best strategies that work for ELLs, if you have a mindset that is not with ELL's best interest in mind, it's not going to help. So today, let's talk about three mindset shifts that you might need to make in order to better work with your ELLs. The first mindset shift we're going to talk about is going to tackle that doubt that we're all feeling. And this word is called self-efficacy. And this is key to better supporting your ELLs. Self-efficacy essentially is believing that you are able to do something. And the reality is what our classrooms look like right now, the lack of training we're receiving in how to support language learners, we're all feeling really doubtful that we're doing what's best for them. Let's be honest, it is complicated and it can be difficult to try to blend language learning with content at grade level, when they speak a different language at home, when they're bringing in many different facets into our classrooms that we just might not be familiar with. And so it isn't easy. But when we allow that doubt to overtake us and we doubt everything that we are doing, it really can impact our teaching and how our students are learning. Because what happens when we start to doubt? We constantly change the materials that we're using and we flip-flop and we use this and we use that and that is not what our students need. But when we believe in ourselves, we are able to show up so much better for our students. When we can approach it and say, you know what, I don't know everything about how to best support this student, but I'm going to show up each day ready to do my best. I'm going to apply the things that I do know and I'm going to show up building a relationship showing and building trust with that ELL student and showing them that I'm for them. That goes a long way. But that all begins when we have the mindset of believing that we are able to do it. The reality is this has been around for a long time. Bilingual education began in the 60s. And yet schools, administrators, across the country are still trying to figure out what our English language learners need to succeed. So it's not just you. We're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to change and go with what's happening in our current culture to help support these students. But the reality is it's not going to change overnight. So we need to start believing in ourselves. We need to start realizing that showing up for our students with a smile on our face goes a long way. So don't fall into the trap that you don't know what you're doing. By learning and just by showing up today, you are learning and becoming a better educator for your ELLs. And that is a huge thing to celebrate. Mindset shift number two is how do we approach our ELL students? There's two different camps in this. We can approach them with an assets base, which is what I want to encourage you to do today. 
or we can approach them with a deficits-based. And in all transparency, when I began teaching and had very little experience and exposure to working with ELLs, I definitely had a deficits-based. And not it wasn't that I didn't want to work with them, but I just saw these students in my second grade homeroom classroom as a project, as these students are behind, we need to get them up to grade level, and just this feeling that they are constantly behind and they are adding on more to my plate of ways that I'm not sure how to help them, but I know in all the meetings I continue, these students be, continue to be brought up and I don't have an answer. So I saw them really as this problem that I needed to fix and my job was to get them to grade level. But that's really not appropriate or a fair expectation for them or for me. And so that's the wrong way to approach our ELL students. What we really want is to have an assets-based approach and to see the beauty that they bring into our classrooms, to see the unique gifts that their culture brings into our classrooms and to find ways to unlock that. That is our job. I love what Sarah B. Otto states in her book, The Language Lens for Content Classrooms. She says, we must remember that all our students bring assets to the classroom and it is our job to discover those strengths to honor our students and engage them in deep learning. What a beautiful gift we have to be able to teach a global community right inside your classroom. That is an incredible ability to be able to look at our classrooms and where they're at in 2021 and see that they are filled with multilingual learners who bring a different perspective, who bring something unique into your classroom if you take the time to unlock it. So I encourage you to look at your students and instead of seeing a deficits-based approach and saying, oh, they're behind, I don't know what to do. No, let's stop that and let's see and find the beauty of the gifts and talents that our students bring into our classroom. The last mindset shift that I want to share with you today is to keep it simple in order to overcome overwhelm. Is anybody feeling a little bit overwhelmed? I know that this has been an extremely tough school year and the past couple of school years. And there are things that are out of your control. I am constantly talking to teachers who are in your situation who have way too many students on their caseload with very little support, are moving from school to school and going to five different schools during the week, or trying to support students K through 12. I hear you. And that those things are overwhelming. I understand that. But at the same time, I think a lot of our overwhelm as teachers comes from the fact that we do believe we're the closest to being superheroes because we are. We're able to juggle and handle so many things. And our hearts for our students pushes us to spend more hours after school researching and finding ways to reach all of our students. And that's a wonderful gift. But let's keep it simple. Let's keep it real. We cannot do all the things, even though we we want to, but we can't. So let's face that mindset shift that we cannot do all the things. So I want to challenge you to look at those things that are really stressing you out, that are really overwhelming you. And I want you to find ways that you can simplify them. When we have clarity and routine and structure, it doesn't just help us, but it really helps our students too. 
So find ways that you can maybe use a read aloud across all your different language level groups. If you're trying to plan for eight different groups, you are going to be overwhelmed. Find a way that you can streamline that system and use one read aloud for at least a few of the of the groups and pull out different skills from one read aloud. That's a really easy way to streamline that process and eliminate some of that overwhelm. Or maybe every day when your students walk in, you have a picture up on the board and they know right away that when they come in, they need to look at the picture, they need to write down vocabulary words, they need to write some sentences about it, and then they're going to share with a partner about it. If you set up those routines, that gives you that few minutes to get started and kind of get your things together, but also gives your students a clear expectation of what is going to happen when they walk in your room. And our ELLs really need to have clear expectations. It helps them feel comfortable and safe in your classroom. We'll talk a lot more about that in future episodes. But this week, I want to challenge you to not think that you need to do all the things. You can simplify. Start with one area that's really stressing you out and see if you can simplify. And if you need help, reach out. I'd love to see ways that we can help you simplify your process and take away some of that overwhelm. So as we begin this journey together of learning how to equip our ELLs, I want to remind you of those three mindset shifts we covered today. First, believe in yourself. Just showing up with a smile on your face will go a long way with your ELL students. When they know you care, they will engage and learn. In some future episodes, I'm going to be sharing some stories of real life ELLs, and you're going to hear firsthand how because of one teacher believing in them, it transformed and pivoted their life. So don't underestimate the power of a smile and building relationships with your students. Second, reflect and be aware of how you see your students. When things are hard and you are feeling discouraged about their progress or being told by your administrators that they are behind, look for ways they bring beauty into your classroom. Celebrate those differences. Last, look at ways you can simplify to help the overwhelming mindset that you aren't doing enough. Can you use one read aloud for multiple groups to cut back on planning time? Can you set up a routine of using a picture each day when they walk in to help students know what is expected as soon as they come into your classroom? keep it simple to help your students thrive. To make things even more simple, you can find great resources on TPT. And what better way to do that than by winning a TPT gift card? In honor of this brand new podcast, I am celebrating with a giveaway of five $25 TPT gift cards, plus one grand prize winner of my course, ELL Strategy Academy a year subscription to my membership, Equipping ELLs, and a $50 TPT gift card. Plus, I've made it super easy to enter. All you need to do is follow, rate, and write a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to screenshot your review and send it to me in an email or a private message on Instagram, because sometimes the reviews take a little bit of time to show up. For any additional reviews on other episodes or screenshotting your favorite launch episode and adding it to your Instagram stories and tagging me on Instagram at inspiring young learners will be bonus entries for the prizes. 
Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.